while you've been out, while you've been at work, while you've been taking care of stuff, we've compiled a composite of the latest and biggest stories of the day to help you get caught up. This is 830 News On The Go. And with the 830 On The Go for Monday, January 8th, 2024, I'm Mark Fry. Police in St. Paul are investigating a fatal crash that left one pedestrian dead Monday morning. Radon concerns are on the rise in Minnesota, and 2023 was not a good year for beer. Here from One Twin Cities Brewery. Today's top story, Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison's announcing a massive wage theft lawsuit. The lawsuit alleges Evergreen Acres Dairy withheld at least $3 million in wages, if not more, from some of the state's most vulnerable workers. Think about it, $3 million in unpaid wages. The size of the theft makes this one of the largest enforcement actions our office has taken to fight wage theft. Attorney General Keith Ellison says Evergreen Acres often shaved 12 to 32 hours off employees' pay stubs during each two-week pay period. Many of those employees also lived in mildew and insect-infested housing provided by the company. These residences violated most basic health and safety standards, and they are frankly not within the bounds of human decency. Along with restitution and additional actions, Ellison says they're seeking civil penalties of up to $25,000 for each violation. In other news, a 69-year-old St. Paul man is dead after being hit by a pickup truck in St. Paul after around 7.30 Monday morning at the intersection of West 7th Street and West Maynard Drive. Police spokesperson Mike Ernster. The investigation has revealed that the pedestrian was crossing the roadway um, against the red light or also the do not walk sign um, when the crash occurred. Uh, but we are still uh, investigating and uh, we don't have anything else available at this time. He says there's no indication that drugs or alcohol were involved in the crash. A reminder from state health officials to test homes for radon as January marks National Radon Action Month. The American Lung Association says 17% of all lung cancer cases in Minnesota are caused by exposure to radon. But only about 2% of Minnesota homes are tested for the naturally occurring element every year. The Minnesota Department of Health, Stan Tranter. Another issue with... Um Radon is, is because it's colorless, odorless, tasteless. You can't sense it in your environment, so people may not uh, pay as much attention as they should. And it doesn't have an immediate effect on your body. It causes lung cancer after many months or years of exposure. The MDH is sending out more than 6,000 radon testing kits to local agencies for statewide distribution. Now is a good time for radon testing in Minnesota because with heating systems on and doors and windows closed, radon can become trapped in higher levels. In Egan, Al Schock, Newstock A30, WCCO. Authorities have now released the name of a man who died after the ATV he was driving went through the ice Friday morning on Pike Bay. The Cass County Sheriff's Office says 82-year-old Thomas Steele of Bemidji died after he was pulled from the water by witnesses who were fishing in the area. When the incident occurred, Steele was taken to a nearby hospital where he was pronounced dead. A 56-year-old passenger identified as Mark Jacob of Bemidji. He was treated at the scene. The Minneapolis City Council has its new president. Ward 1 Councilmember Elliot Payne was chosen Monday during the council's organizational meeting. He says voters elected council members to do what's best for the city moving forward. We must address the housing crisis facing Minneapolis. We must create a public health response to homelessness. We must continue to expand our alternatives to policing. We must continue to work uh, the work of implementing and funding our climate equity plan and building a climate resilient city. 
And we must invest in our, co our commercial corridors to revitalize every corner of our city. Aisha Chugtai will serve as vice president. A Twin Cities sleep expert offers some insight into just how much and how often we should sleep. Humans before the light bulb and before the industrial era in particular would sleep in multiple, usually two nighttime shifts. Dr. Andrew Steam is a sleep expert with Alina Health. There'd be what was called the first sleep and the second sleep. Um, the first and second sleep each being about three or three to five hours long. And then a two-hour awake time. So that's actually normal human sleep. But the light bulb and the industrial era changed all that, he says, forcing us to sleep in one big chunk without a break. And because most of us are sleep-deprived enough, we can do that. His advice to those who find themselves waking up in the middle of the night is to, well, if they can, accept it and enjoy the time reading a book or doing some other gentle activity. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Prince's 1984 film is being adapted into a Broadway-style musical. Producer Oren Wolf announced this morning he's developing Purple Rain for the stage, but gave no other indication as to where it may initially open, nor is there a date certain for production to get underway. Those who own the rights to the music catalog are said to be in support of the production. The movie won the Academy Award for Best Original Song Score. Prince died of a drug overdose at Paisley Park in Chanhassen almost eight years ago at the age of 57. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. And finally, Minnesota beer makers are seeing firsthand a change in beer drinking habits. Beer consumption hit a generational low last year nationally, according to Beer Marketers Insights, with beer shipments on track to fall below 200 million barrels for the first time since 1999. Fulton's CEO and co-founder Ryan Pett says people want to sample other options like hard seltzers and premixed spirits, and that still means business. For us, especially like Fulton in the craft beer side, that same spirit and willing to experiment is what brought people to our category and to our breweries and our, our brands in the first place. Prior to COVID, Pet says half of their sales were draft beer and on-premise beer at bars and restaurants, adding those sales are still down about one-third nationally. Thanks for listening to the 830 On The Go. You can find each day's On The Go and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.